y'all know what's going on. We back in here. We back in here. Hey, we back in the cave, man. Welcome to another edition of the Manly D's podcast. You know what's going on. It's your host, Melly Mel. You know, enjoying me as always. We got Life Coach Lace in the building. We got my man Drewski in Come the on, building, man, aka here. Dr. Drewmar. And you know, we got your boy T. Dot Roy, it's aka your, Pastor Troy. What's going on? It's your boy Troy. T. Let's Dad. get it going. Hey, I, <laughs> I'm trying to keep it loud on what we said we was going to do. But Lace been talking about this story that he been trying to tell all day. So I kind of want to Hey, yo, real I've been trying to act like I won't interest I've been trying to act like I won't interest in the story. But I'm trying to get to that joint. But look, I'm going <laughs> no, I'm to I'm stick to the this game plan. I ain't going to jump it. I'm going to stick to the game plan. Hey, man, what's going on with y'all this week, man? You know, today, this week has been good. I'm glad that people are moving away from the Jada and uh, Will joint. Um, as I brought it right back to it just now, mentioned it. I was it. just about to say that. You just brought it back up after <laughs> we said we was moving away right from back. it. Uh, right back. Right uh, back. Uh, but other than that, it's good. I'm glad to see that a uh, majority of media and society agrees with everybody on this podcast except for Melvin. Um, about that whole uh, situation. Um, so. Hey yo, just because all y'all hoes don't mean this, I'm the one with the problem. <laughs> yo, that was wild though. I, I was, well, I would say I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised because the community is sensitive. Everybody's sensitive these days, and of course, everybody gonna say that we'll overreact it because it's a common practice now that people should be able to say whatever the hell they want to say even if it's as disrespectful as it can get and you shouldn't have no reaction to it. But isn't it mm. sensitive to say that everybody's sensitive? Like, can't you just take the heat? What you mean? I could take the heat. Y'all the ones My not point, taking the heat. Yo, he assaulted somebody on live television. A one slap to the face is not an assault, <laughs> but I don't want to rehash this conversation. Hey, based on Virginia code. But it is, though. Based on but Virginia, it is, though. Based on Virginia code, it is. <laughs> 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 um, but yo, to divert it back, yo, this week has been kind of it's been kind of light. Um, it ain't been too much shaking, so just homework and and sleep, bro. Yeah, man, we grinding over here, man. Chopping wood, that's what we do daily. Dag on Tar Heels lost last is. night. I'm I hey, was they pissed did. about yeah, that. Bro. I ain't gonna hold you. I fell asleep, yo. I was knocked out. Woke up mad, upset. Like I missed them. I fell asleep right after halftime. So I made it all the way up until halftime. Then like the first three minutes of the second half when UNC was still yeah, up was by done. a little bit. I just yeah. fell asleep. When I woke up this morning, the first thing I saw was that Kansas came back. I was like, dang, I probably should have stayed up. Exactly, man. Mr. It was a good game. I'm going to tell you one thing I learned from that game. I will, I will for always support Jordans and wearing them out as fashion, but I will never wear them for basketball shoes. It was so many turned ankles last night. It's ridiculous, bro. Cats wearing them Jordans. They not meant for balling. So you blaming it on the shoes? Blaming it on the shoes, Lace. I will also blame it on the coach too, Lace. You might have the uh, you might have to you know chime in on this, but I blame it on uh, Coach um, Hubert too, who was proud about his white wife. Um, he, uh, <laughs> but that's not why. That's I why the, that's why the ankle was rolling, huh, Troy? I that's why the ankle was rolling. Hey, that's Hold the on. first cancelable statement Troy has ever made on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Troy, I'm proud of you, bro. No, I'm no, 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 no. I'm not mad at him because I'm mad because he let his players play to exhaustion. Like, dude was throwing up on the court last night because he couldn't breathe. He had just scored a bucket. Um, a nice bucket too. He it was a, a hustle bucket. Got back down the court, bro. He couldn't breathe. Red 
heat exhaustion, all types of stuff, because he was playing them um, without any substitution. So yeah, well yeah, he's had a he's had a tight rotation the whole um, the whole tournament. He's only playing like seven players, so I didn't think he was going to divert from that last night. But yeah, you're right. I think they fatigue and that injury to Baycock when he uh, re hurt his ankle. That was that's yeah, what, that changed the that game. That was the turning point. Hey, so. but he thugged it out though. He thugged it out with the ankle. <clears throat> he did. Yeah, still he did. Still put up numbers. Still put up numbers. Shout out to Virginia. Him and the kid from Kansas, both from one was from Norfolk, one and he's from Richmond. Yeah. So shout out to shout out to Virginia. Man. It was out that drain hooping though. I thought it was gonna get ugly for a while because Kansas went up real quick, like ten zero or something like that. And did. I was like, yeah. oh, this is going just like I thought it was gonna go. Um, then they end up turning the ties. So that's what made me stay up. But I ain't gonna lie, I really don't even watch college basketball until March Madness. It'd be too much going on. It's still the middle of football season and everything True. like that. So I ain't even gonna act like I'd be a diehard college fan. Like most of the time my brackets are just going off of my gut feeling. I don't got no stats or nothing. Previous knowledge and none of that. Um so no, I was straight though. Uh the Lakers are trash. Um Oh yeah, we suck. Uh, we want to go ahead and mention that. Also, I want to say that you know, on this Lakers team, they currently have uh, five MVP. Uh, um, you know, they have five MVPs across that team. Here Troy go Here's for Troy the go. Uh, four defensive uh, player <laughs> of the years, uh, fifty-five All Stars um, appearances amongst all the players. You know, on, on that team, not just you know one. Uh, 46 uh, Troy, why is this necessary? Troy, why, why is this necessary? He's reading Wikipedia. He's giving the backs, backs to a statement. I just want to just show that. This is LeBron hate. I feel it in Jordan my is the GOAT. Yeah, see? Okay. Yeah, bro, bro. He is. We all we, know this. Nobody not everyone knows this. This is one. Everybody knows One of these is not Jordan like is the other the on this podcast <laughs> of knowing that Jordan is the GOAT. I just want to say that right there. But I ain't going to point fingers at him or, or say his initials, but his name is Drew. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. <laughs> Nigga, I don't got no problem stating I think LeBron James is the greatest basketball player that's ever graced this earth. A lot of people think that. Thank you. And that's okay, but they're wrong. What are we talking about here? You know what, what you mean? tell like, me last week, Lace. Let people have their uh, thoughts. Yeah, they can have it. Let him have his thoughts. That's everybody can have that. You got your thoughts. No, Melvin, you weren't you weren't letting us get our thoughts out. That was the problem last week. <laughs> uh, well, Troy, Troy Lace, that's usually how you go about winning a debate. Y'all don't really seem open minded. No, I am just correct. My brother is in in is is permitted to say his thoughts. I was just correcting them because they were wrong. I'm gonna start calling you a Jordan sexual, bro. But <laughs> they're making up pronouns on the podcast. Um, pronouns. Accountable I offense number two hey, tonight. Bro. Hey, bro, I had a joke, but I'm gonna let it ride. I'm gonna let it ride. I'm gonna let it ride. Drew trying not to destroy his testimony in the first ten minutes of the podcast. Running <laughs> <laughs> record. I think I already okay. did that last oh, week. Hey, destroy your testimony. Hey, you, I, think you, I, I ain't going to say you week. destroyed it. You might have got a few yes. more uh, congregation yam members. Juice. When the yam juice touched the macaroni. <laughs> <right. laughs> the yam juice. All the fixes. Seasoned, cuz. All the fixes. All the fixes. All the fixes. If it's up, then it's stuck. You. We good. Yeah, we good. You know that song is about poop. She wrote that song about her 
taking a poop. If it's up, then it's stuck. That's what she was talking about. And she made a she made a millie off of it. Is that what she was really talking about? Uh, that's what she said in one of her interviews, I believe. Are you sure she that's wasn't joking? Could pretend he's googling <laughs> right now. It looked like it. I can see the reflection off his glasses. That focal. That don't tell it all. That focal. Troy looking it up. Oh, they trying to say it doesn't mean that. I could have swore she did. I know that's not what it means. (laughs) Yo, you old as hell. I wanted to send you on an exploratory opportunity for you to learn for yourself. Do your Googles. That's the. That's do your do, Googles. Do your Googles. Hey, Troy, get you a study Bible and get to he work. He read that on the back of get a to Jet work. magazine. He did, and talking bro. about that joint. Yo, <laughs> hey, speaking... does Jet even still produce <laughs> magazines, bro? I think they so. Do, they bro. do, bro. That's what produce. I'm saying. Well, but they only exist up... in barbershops and dental offices. Exactly. <laughs> this, this has to be true. This has to be true. <laughs> this is on the back of Jet. <laughs> <laughs> this has to be true. Right this next to the beauty exclusive. of the week. This is a jet exclusive, bro. My dad was in was in um, jet. Mm. Oh wow. My dad was in jet. You know how jet features the is it ebony or jet where they feature uh married black people? I think Probably it's ebony. ebony. I think it's if I had okay, to guess, yeah. it sounds like an a, a ebony action. Okay. He was in he was in ebony. He was featured in there. Um him and his wife. Uh, they later divorced probably about. <laughs> <laughs> Why are y'all laughing at divorce, bro? I'm not laughing at divorce. Yo, you he just he started this story off. Just like I a comedian, he did. yo. Yeah, he said that joke. He did, yeah, bro. Yeah, they later got divorced, divorced, but, uh, but uh, <laughs> they let a butt around. <laughs> it's the way the story started off. Oh, man. I thought it was. It's the way the story started off. I know y'all used to turn to the middle of the jet for the jet beauty of the week. Don't act like y'all weren't doing that Absolutely. back then. Yeah, when I was Absolutely. younger. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Who's looking at a jet oh. now? I ain't seen a you jet obviously. in years. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. I'm still trying to get to Lace's story, so I'm gonna move on to the wild segment. Bro. Yo, let's get no, it, yo. Drew, I'm, I'm ready, Drew, yo. go ahead. I'm ready. <laughs> Look, Drew, Dr. Drew Mar, do, do your thing. Bless us with a word that's gonna make us all sound smart against the unlearned community. And then we're going to jump into Lace's story, bro. The word of the week this week is salient. Salient. Mm, that's a good word. Mm-hmm. S-A-L-I-E-N-T. Mm. Standing out conspicuously. Being prominent. Of notable significance. I like how you pick a word every now and again that describes me. Lord have mercy. That, hey, for the listen for the listeners, yo, be very careful about who you hang around. You, are, you know, you got you got to find good quality friends. You do need good quality friends, bro. Which is a hey, which is a great segue into my story. Let's go. Let's mind, go. Man. Go ahead, Lace. Get it cracking, Lace. Hey, pull up, pull up a chair, man. Pull up a chair. We got a new segment this week. It's called Story Time with Lace. <laughs> so you can <laughs> Story time with Lace. So, hey, check this out, man. I'm out and about, you know, getting some lunch. I'll go to Chipotle. You know what I mean? Get me a bowl, this and that. So, I'm in line. I'm putting my order in. You know how you go down the line. I'm ear hustling a little bit. Just 
listening, watching people, et cetera. So behind me was a, I guess they were on a date. I, I, I figured they were on a date. Young man comes in with shorty and you could just tell she wanted them that just think she bad, right? Just, Hey, I'm here. You, everything on you. Now granted it's Chipotle, you know what I mean? But Hey, <laughs> everything on you, we chilling, blah, 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 blah. So I'm looking, I just, I smile at the young man, give him a head nod like that or whatever. So as I hear her come up to place her order, she was like, Ooh, is that that Chipotle chicken? <laughs> so I'm like, and he just kind of looked kind of puzzled. It's like, yeah, and the and the and the um, person that was working or whatever was like, yeah, the, the, the Chipotle chicken. No, that Chipotle chicken right there. So in proper lace fashion, I go up, pay for the meal. I said, look, put whatever they um, get on them, and I. I, I, I Told you, I said, hey, come here real quick. Come here real quick. I said, yo, I took care of your meal. But, hey, um, she ain't for you. <laughs> Stop and playing. I walk, and I just walked <laughs> Stop playing. <laughs> you serious? So ho- so hopefully whoever this young man is <laughs> took heed to my advice. Because if anybody is ordering Chipotle chicken <laughs> in 2022, she ain't for now, you. Lace, and that chicken. concludes story time with now, Lace. lace. <laughs> I have I have yeah. relatives who have speech impediments, and I ain't got nothing to do with that. I ain't got nothing to do with that. I ain't got nothing to do with that. With the speech impediments, <laughs> I know some people here can actually say that intentionally, not intentionally, but they're trying to say Chipotle, but they can say Chipotle because of of speech <laughs> of speech impediment. So, Here we go. with that being said, Look, do we know... The Lord placed it on my heart, discernment, discernment. The Lord placed it on my heart <laughs> to tell that young man that. And I just followed through. He just used me. I mean, so, hey, if, if you're mad at me, you can't be mad at... You got to be mad at the big man. At so, least hey. you saved his pockets for the week, bro. He probably... That was you probably his, his cheddar. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, the fact that, you know what I mean? She said it twice and was very... It was very confident. That's why I know the <laughs> she, Did she say it emphatically? It was a, it was a strong T. It was a strong T. Did she say it emphatically? So that's how I know. Like she meant it? In, yes. She was salient in how she <laughs> said that. <laughs> So what you're saying is you noticed that she was confidently wrong. Yes. And even after her trying to get corrected by the people around her, she did not take Mm -hmm. said correction. That's a word right there. Now we... I'm in the book. See, see what I'm saying? See, hey. see, you gotta follow me now. That's what I'm saying. You gotta follow me. I ain't gonna say nothing about that, y'all. So lady, we there. Because I too have been in one of those situations. <laughs> now, are you saying you two uh, have been in it because you said something wrong or you were with somebody who said something wrong? No, I mean I've been loud and wrong and someone's given me correction and I've chosen to stay on the wrong path. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds about Melvin. So that, that sounds, sounds about, about me, so I can't say too much about her. But that's quite um, salient of you, uh, Melvin. Right, hey. To be quite honest hey, with you. I don't know. She might have been for him though. Just cause she couldn't pronounce Chipotle properly don't mean she's not a good one. I'm woman telling you, it was the side, energy, bro. brother. It, 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 see, you're not following the message. You're not following and that's okay. That's okay. I hear you following you know, the, the message, book bro. say the book say you can throw it on on all on the ground. <laughs> how's received? It's how's received. So the so question hey, is, it ain't fair. The everybody. question is, how did he receive it when you gave it to him? He is he accepted it. Thank you, brother. Thank you. So hopefully, whoever he is, hopefully he will be a listener at some point and he will catch this message um, yet again. So. 
This is why you can't have a speech problem around black people. <laughs> You'll make it to somebody's podcast, I swear. <laughs> Chipotle chicken. That might be the title of tonight's episode. <laughs> Chipotle chicken. You got to spell it egregiously, bro. You have to spell it yeah, I'm gonna so do that, bro. <laughs> Chipotle. I'm gonna spell it all the way till I get to the back, and then mm. I'm gonna spell it dash T A Y with an exclamation point. Man. Chipotle, exactly, bro. <laughs> Just like that, man. Just like that. She ain't for you, bro. Uh, she ain't for you. Uh, I was about to tell a story about this gentleman that I know with a speech impediment, but I'm not gonna do that on this podcast. <laughs> Please uh, don't. Please I refrain right now. This is the first time Mel was not toxic when he could have been his most toxic self, bro. Right. We appreciate you. I literally just growth. did that, bro. That's it progress. Is it is growth, bro. It is growth and progress, and all these stories lead perfectly into tonight's topic, and that is exactly what Drew mentioned earlier about why you got to be hanging around the right people. And tonight we're really going to talk about this subject and get into it uh, and really talk about how, how important it is, not just for people, but men specifically to be around the right group of people yeah. um, at all times. Um, <clears throat> I learned this early on, I'm not gonna lie, like I talk about it quite a bit. You know, people always make mention of how much I've quote unquote progressed or changed over the last, you know, 10 years. And I would say that that is a direct result of me changing the type of people that I was hanging around. Um, I feel like my life completely changed uh, and went up once I got around a better quality of people or, you know, a mm. different type of people. Uh, most of the people, on most of them be on this podcast. Um, but just in general, you know, uh, I mentioned it before, you know, a lot of the people that I used to hang around were not really, I wouldn't say leading me in the right way, but really would just allow me to be on whatever path I was on. You know, they never really tried to steer me differently, but would always egg me on to be doing whatever it was that I was doing. And it wasn't until I got around some people like Lace that would, you know, <clears throat> tell me about myself and actually pour into me and stuff like that, that it made a difference for me. So I think that you know, not just me, all of us benefit from, you know, being around someone that's actually going to number one, care about us, but then also not be afraid to point us in the right direction, even if they know it's going to hurt our feelings at the time, you know, so iron really does sharpen iron. <clears throat> but I think it's, for me, I ain't even going to say iron sharpens iron, because I think that's a, a, a equal balance. Iron can only sharpen other iron. And I think in the beginning, I wasn't really iron. I felt like I was more like wood, where everybody was cutting me up, you mm. know, and... Mm. You know, they were a lot sharper than I was, and I wasn't really, you know, sharpening them the way that they were sharpening me. So, you know, as I grew and stuff like that, I feel like I became more iron to where I could sharpen somebody else. But, you know, um, I'll let y'all share some of y'all experiences, but I definitely know for a fact that having the right group definitely can change your life in more ways than one. Yep. Totally agree. That's all y'all got. um... I'm so used nah. to y'all disagreeing with me and telling me I'm stupid that when I finally say something profound, <laughs> Melvin, like, hey, none of us have ever I called agree. you stupid. I agree with you. I have called him stupid. I'm not going <laughs> to do that. Stupid. I, 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 um, I will say that <clears throat> to your point, I think I've gotten to the point in my life, uh, personally and professionally, when I see the decisions that people make, um, instead of like just saying, oh, that's stupid or whatever the case may be. Uh, I'm immediately reminded to say, you know, the saying used to be, you ain't like, you know, somebody come out here wearing something crazy. And then the saying is, you ain't got any friends or you ain't got anybody to care about you to tell you that that outfit choice was horrible or what you did was was stupid. But the truth of the matter is, is that I was just having this conversation with my parents the other day. When I see some of the decisions that uh, people make or I see their mindset, 
it immediately lets me know that they don't have a good support group or they don't have like a mature support group. Mm -hmm. And so, um, mm. you know, you can tell a tree by the fruit that it bears. So I know what you're around and what you hang around based on your My decision. boy in the book, man. Um, you know, based on your decisions <laughs> or how you operate. Um, and I also can tell like your source of motivation, your intent. And so, I mean, you know, actions speak louder than words. And oftentimes, like in my career field, you know, people who are significantly older than me oftentimes tell me that, you know, I'm wise beyond my years or like, you know, I'm really smart. But the truth of the matter is, is that um, I've just talked to people who have told me like, yo, I did that. It didn't turn out so hot. This is how I will move in the future. And so this allowed me to avoid a lot of pitfalls, especially like in my career. Like I remember when I first got my real job, um, you know what I'm saying? Because Mel put me on. There are a lot of things I didn't know about corporate America, whatever the case may be. And so now it's gotten to the point where people ask me for advice because I have continued to put myself around people uh, strategically who are older than me and have more experience and wisdom so that I could be able to impart that information on someone else. I got a photo um, at my grandmother's house. It's me and uh, it's my it's my graduation cookout um, uh, from from high school. And it's me and I think three of my homeboys. Um, one of my homeboys just got his third strike. Uh, he's currently, he's probably going to be going away for a while. Uh, one of the homeboys, he did okay, um, but he did have some mishaps in life. Um, he got a couple charges here and there. Um, he's doing better now, but, you know, it was rocky for a while. And one of them is, <clears throat> one of them is currently, um, finishing out a 27 year sentence for uh for homicide and um there was at one but before that had all transpired and that was was taking place uh my grandmother looked at me and said uh you ain't staying in this town because we know the people that you hang around with and um you'll end up just like them and sure enough man i i got out um when you know she when it when it came to college i went to um a, a private i guess a private school whatever like what, what lynchburg college is i kind of sim, uh, similar to that yeah it's a private school and it's it's dumb expensive <clears throat> it's dumb expensive thankfully i had scholarships but my grandma was like i don't care how expensive it is you need to get up uh get up out of here and thankfully i did man got around some good guys um end up helping me with my faith end up helping me with my uh ability to realize that i'm a leader and that was one of that was probably one of the struggles, man, back in the day was was recognizing the leadership quality that I had in myself because I always wanted to fit in with other people. And that's the crazy thing about being a leader. You can't always fit in with everybody else. There's something mm -hmm. about you that 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 separates you. You're you're you know, you're cut from a different cloth type of thing. And um and it and it puts you in a position to where you're able to like see see the future uh see how things play out and things like that and so uh it was very it was very uh necessary for me because you know growing up in a small town of Martinsville Virginia they also call it Murderville um <laughs> it was <laughs> it was a possibility of my life going in a whole nother direction so yeah man it's it's good to have some good quality people around <clears throat> No, that's real. It's a must, man. I mean, we we are very 
blessed, if you will, and how we our trajectory has taken us and the, the things that we avoided. Um, and some of those same kind of friendships. I mean, I think in high school we all had that crew that we didn't make the best decisions, but it could have been life changing um, in a blink of an eye. You know what I mean? But um, I mean, as for me, I've just always uh, been around solid dudes. I mean, obviously we didn't do everything right. We had our way of navigating the world and doing what we did, good, bad, or indifferent. But at the core, solid. Always was striving for better. Always stri trying to build each other up. Um, of course, there's always snakes in the grass. Um, so everybody uh, doesn't uh, show up in the same way. But overall, um, I've just always been around solid, solid people in every aspect of my life. Mm. And I think with this discussion, it's super important because I don't want to leave uh, somebody who's listening to say, well, you know, um, I know I need to like up, upgrade my circle, but how do I do that? And I think the first point is you got to figure out, you know, what it is that you want to do. Um, so, you know, mm -hmm. you got to figure out, you know, what your career field, you got to have <clears throat> some self exploration or some self analysis, self reflection. Um, to ask yourself what it is that you want to do. Um, and then the easy, the next easy step is, is to figure out um, who's doing it the best, you know? So, um, mm. you know, I knew when I, uh, I knew when I, um, even though Troy kind of low key uh, was kind of slowly recruiting me without me knowing I was being recruited, you know, if I, when I knew that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like the faith was something I wanted to um, delve in deeper to. I knew Troy had the expertise. So I was like, you know, let me go holler at Troy. Or, you know, uh, Melvin references, you know, Lace, uh, Lace's suit game is untouched. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like if I need expertise in that, I got to go there. Um, I think oftentimes people are, are kind of like afraid of rejection and they're unwilling to ask for help. And I think it is um, I think it's true of most men uh, that, you know, it's difficult to ask for help. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a quality mentor or having quality people around you um, to guide you, especially, you know, if somebody's uh, – willing to give you the roadmap uh to their success real. i think if you that's real um and this is this is something that i struggle with and you know we talked about on the podcast a little bit you know before and i think for some people you know they might feel like they're in the wrong group but don't really know how to make a move you know because this is what's familiar you know like these are the people that i've been around like this is my my crew so how do i how do i get away from that you know what i'm saying what does that look like if i step away from this you know what am i stepping into you know if you don't have that that circle of that transition and you know i was in that space and i think you know thankfully for me god took care of that for me you know like i was in mm. um you know around some circles like not that everyone was bad or anything like that it was just like they not really doing nothing that i want to do like long term mm -hmm. like don't none of this line up with what I see myself doing or what I know I want to do, you know, but what, where else am I go? I'm gonna go. Like, I don't have no other, you know, friends in this and they've been solid for me. So I'm gonna stick around. And I think, you know, um, slowly God started moving those people out the way for me, I guess, because I wasn't, you know, strong enough to do it myself, you know? So whether it was them stepping away from me for whatever reason, or, people literally just moving to another state or another city or location or something like that. Like it forced me into isolation to where I was like, well, what am I going to do now? Cause I can't sit here by myself, mm -hmm. you know? So I think that allowed me to, mm -hmm. you know, open up because, you know, for the longest time, you know, being in Lynchburg, like me and Lace were in Lynchburg for years before we even crossed paths, you know, like in mm -hmm. Lynchburg ain't that big of a place. So imagine being around some in the same uh, vicinity for eight, nine years and never seeing a person, 
And it's almost like you can't even go nowhere without seeing the same two people everywhere you go to then, yeah. you know, all, <laughs> you know, uh, right. all of a sudden y'all get close, close enough for that to happen. So, you know, if you're, if you're in that space, I know it could be a little scary to step out um, and try something. And the, the reason I say this is because Troy made a statement a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to hope I don't say it wrong and he'll correct me if I do, but uh, he was listening to a devotional, reading a devotional or something like that, or a, a sermon or something. And um, the, fra- the phrase was presented that your friends can either edify you or they can be your cage. And um, <clears throat> I said that right. Troy, I said it right. Troy nodded his head. So um, basically, you know, I was just feeling caged in, you know, like I, I know that there is something else for me, but I don't you know, I don't know what it is. I don't know how to get there or whatever. So I just. You know, if, if you're one of those people right now, you know, I've been there before. I don't, you know, have all the answers, obviously, because I didn't do it myself, you know, so I can't really tell you, you know, uh, I could just empathize with you and, and say that it does, you know, shake yourself out or whatever, you know, maybe, maybe one of the other guys could tell you how, uh, but I know that, that someone's probably experiencing it. So I just wanted to speak on that. I, um, I think it's important <clears throat> to follow up to Mel's point. Because I think you know we're doing a lot of talking about if you are that person that feels like yo I need to make a make a um, a life change in regards to my friend group, but it's also important to recognize if you that person that's being the cage or you that person that's holding a friend back, you know, because if you're really a friend, you're gonna elevate your or you're gonna push your push your people to do something that you know that's in them, you know, that's and a fact. so mm-hmm. um, you know I used to uh, I used to say like I used to uh, voice the mail like my frustration about my career. And the one thing he would always say is, is like, you know, like you don't get to that point, but you just got to be patient in the process. Or if I'm like, yo, I don't know. Yeah, definitely a process. I don't know if I'm going to do this. He'd be like, go ahead. Like one thing uh, Mel used to always say is you don't have anything to lose, you know. And so that was a sign to me, like, you know, like make a move, you know. But it'd be different if somebody's like, nah, man, don't apply for that joint or don't make that move because, you know, you're not going to get that joint anyway. His, His advice was always like, yo, make the move, you know. And so um, I think it's important as people, you know, recognizing one, your uh, surroundings, if you got to make a move in regards to your friend group, doesn't mean you got to be disrespectful, whatever the case may be. It just means you got to move different. But you also got to be cognizant of your role in that friend group. Those people around you, are you pushing them forward or are you holding them back? I mean, and you have to be mindful too, man. You can just outgrow people and that's cool too. You know what I'm saying? I mean... I had I mean, people I was cool with in high school. I'm not necessarily cool with, you know, on a daily basis like that. Same thing for individuals in college, et cetera. So we grow. We we have different needs. We have um, different lenses of expectations and all of that. So it, it can go both ways. Ooh, different lenses of expectation. I'm using that before the end of the week. Yeah. Somebody, somebody, <laughs> need to, somebody need to preach something like right now because somebody out there right now <laughs> needs to know that you got some demons in your life <laughs> and they look like your Troy. friends <laughs> Troy, or I your family you hooper, members bro. too. Troy, I thought you want a hooper, bro. Hey, hey, I can fake it. Him. I can fake it. <laughs> don't do that. Whatever, whatever pulpit you in, don't do that. Because <laughs> I'm gonna stand up. Boo this man. Boo him. Boo this man. You know, Boo him. you know, Lay said it. You know, we have friends from high school and stuff like that, and we do have you know people that we pass through and like, um, not pass through, but we've uh, had. Um, a time Come on, in life. Troy. Come on, man. <laughs> Chill. And that's the reason why I tried to catch myself because I knew you were going. 
<clears throat> anyway, uh, Troy been lunching. Carry on. Go ahead. I know we have Troy people lunch. that we've interacted with that you know life isn't the same as it used to be and i understand that if you want to keep good relationship with people you don't have you you don't have to necessarily like cut somebody off off you know what i'm saying like you could you could mm-hmm. touch base there's social media that allows for us to be in communication with people without having to actually be in like quote unquote community with people you know what i'm saying and so uh, I think what it ends up being is we got to realize that some people who are inside of our co- who's in your community. That's the question. Who is mm-hmm. in your community? Who is speaking in, into your ear? Who are the people who are um, who are who uh, who are encouraging you? Uh, who are your influences, you know, that you keep around on a regular basis? And if you realize that somebody is not one of those, you know, people that need, you need to keep around all the time you can still be in contact and communication with them and relationship without having to get too deep into, uh, you know, uh, having a, a deep connection with them, as you could say. Hey, I'm a reference to, um, the gospel of male and the gospel of lace. Um, <laughs> you know, from male, you gotta, you gotta master the art when you know, you're going to make a move in regards to a friend group of saying a whole lot of it. A whole lot of nothing. You got to be able to have a conversation and not say nothing at all. You know what I'm saying? And it t- it took me a while to master it, but it's a well worth um, uh, um, skill to have. But then also, but not on the real. Um, Lace told me this a long time ago in regards to like a, um, a dispute I was having in Lynchburg. You got to put people in categories, man. You got to put them in 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 in, in, in mm. placeholders and spaces. Um, you know, this past weekend I was in the Ville. And I chopped it up with one of my homeboys from high school. He's really the one person that through high school, through college, you know, we both have progressed at the same level. Um, and he's a dear friend of mine. But I also know cats from high school, like I could tell like towards the end of um of undergrad, I'm like, yo, you you're not growing. Like you still you're still mm-hmm. in the same place, you're still yeah. immature. Yeah. You know, and so um and even <clears throat> from undergrad. So Lace is right. Sometimes you just outgrow folks and um you gotta put them in categories. And there's nothing wrong with outgrowing people. There's n- absolutely there's yeah. nothing yeah. wrong with doing that. I hate it when, you know, I went back to Martinsville and people was like, "You changed." You like they were saying it like in a negative connotation, like you've changed. You're mm. not the same Troy yes, you I used did. to be. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> yeah, and right. I did. I, I, should, I, I should. did. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And I did. <laughs> Let thank you for confirming that I that I did some growing up. I appreciate it. Yeah, and God and God bless you. And I read God a couple of you, books dog. too. You, would you like for me to put you on <laughs> in my book club? And 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 the problem is, is that those people who saying, "Oh, you change, you change," two things: one, they didn't change, and two, they don't see the importance of changing. You know what I mean? Like there is a lot of things that can happen, like in us wanting to achieve more, like getting out of that small town mentality. That was the biggest part for me, just getting out of the small town mentality. And I still struggle with that today, to be quite honest with you, because it's just got a grip on me so much. It's easy to stay the same, man, because it's difficult to like do like that self, that self work. Like that's why people, most people are always going to be in a perpetual cycle of whatever, you know, what you call the generational curses or, you know, spiritual afflictions because mm-hmm. people don't want to, people don't want to do the work. Um, and it goes back to, I think, a, a podcast we had however long ago about, you know, what motivates people to change. And so not to re-litigate uh, something we've already talked about, but like just in those friend groups, I think sometimes <clears throat> we got to be cognizant that everybody can't come with you. 
you know? And so you'll try your best to try to motivate and elevate people, but they don't want to do the self-reflection, you know? And because that's your yeah. people or that's your mans, you see where they need to grow. And they like, nah, man, you know, like yeah, whatever, sure, bro. you know, you know book, whatever the bro. case may be. And so it's just like, then you got to know, you know, know when to shake the dust off your feet, man. Cause it's just like, you know, you running a fool's errand by trying to get somebody to grow that don't want to grow. Running a fool's <clears throat> errand. So you got to be. No, in. I believe the. Yeah, my bad, Drew. Go ahead no, and finish up. But nah, you know, I, I, that's why it's just like I said, it's cognizant. It's just say, you know, like I gotta, I gotta grow from here because you're gonna end up stifling your own growth if you continue to stay in circles that no longer serve you. Mm-hmm. You in the book with that, Jane Drew? Real talk. Yeah, I, I, I believe it was the late great. Street philosopher Nipsey Hussle, who said everybody can't go. Everybody can't go. Everybody can't go. Real talk. Yo, they used to say that. If you had that understanding, that's what it is. The old folks used to say that, and I never really understood it till I experienced exactly what you know Drew was talking about. And that's like, yo, when you making progress and you look over it and you feel like your man's not coming with you, that joint affect you. (laughs) That joint Mm -hmm. that joint really affects Mm -hmm. you, bro, in a negative way. Like it hurts your soul because you like. I know what's eventually gonna happen, but this my man's. You know what I'm saying? Like, so right. you need to right. hurry up. Like, come on, bro. We <laughs> we we growing over yeah. here. You like get get to these moves. Like, I'm getting to these moves. Or you sit there like, yo, all right, he ain't trying it. So let me try to put him on to some of the stuff that I'm doing. Hopefully, it catch on. You know, and we grow together. But that journey is like you know, Drew said it can be frustrating when you trying to motivate somebody and they don't latch on to the same thing that you latch on then you realize that you know what i'm saying that y'all got different goals and stuff like that and you like dang bro like it's just the 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 thought of the unknown because you know you're going it's going you're going to lose them like it's going to peel off and then you like well then what am i stepping mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. you know uh um, right. so that that joint is difficult to navigate i ain't gonna lie to you but i i've i've had to cut people off you know before like to troy's point you know some of them were just terrible friends you know in general like the the uh relationship just wasn't being reciprocated to the level in which i feel like it should be you know so i just cut them off and other ones you know that's me being self-aware you know about my life and where i'm trying to go to really realize like this ain't what i'm trying to do you know and even now as i'm getting older like certain stuff i just don't want to be around no more like i don't want to be involved with like i don't want to i don't want to do you know I, my my interests are changing you know so mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm being more you cognizant like of what, boards now. what I want to do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, a few <laughs> years ago, I wouldn't even have been able to pronounce charcuterie. Uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, uh, uh, it's, it's just, it's, it's change, it's, pro, it's progression and stuff like that. And it's 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 been difficult, bro. I ain't going to lie, like, because, and this this is more, more personal to me because uh, I didn't get to grow up around my family like a lot of other people. You know, where people live in the mm-hmm. same town with their family and they see each other on the weekend or they get to do family reunions and stuff like that. You know, I live in, you know, the DMV area and 90 percent of my family lives in Indiana. You know, so I either saw them once or twice a year, you know, and that was kind of how I learned to navigate. So my friends are really like my family to me because that's the closest thing, you know, to me. I don't get to see my family all the time. So then when I think about losing a friend or a friend you know, moving away from me or something like that. Like it feels like I'm losing a, a relative or like a family member or right. stuff like that. So that was real hard for me to accept and navigate and move around where I'm like, yo, this is like my cousin or something like that. Like that's how I receive it. But, you know, uh, I've been growing, being, you know, self-aware enough to to realize like it's not that 
I'm not really losing anything. I'm more so gaining more. I'm gaining more than I'm losing. Sure. You yeah. know, by by what and, and it made it and it just look different. You know, what I mean, that's one thing. You know, as far as like, especially when I've had to, you know, pack up and move for this and that and the third. Obviously, relationships can shift and change um, when there's distance, but there's always at the majority of the time something at the core that brings us back together. But it just may look different for a time. You know what I'm saying? So that's always interesting um, when there is a shift in uh, the way the re- the friendship or relationship is approached. And and the question think- ends up com- oh. the question ahead, ends Trump. up coming up. What's more important? my future or my friendship Mm -hmm. well i think it's a um troy i'm glad you said that i think that there is a um i guess like a faith component to it because i know like in my in my in my life um you know i only got one sibling and he's 10 years older than me and so to to be quite transparent it's almost as if i grew up as an only child so i view my relationships with my friends much like mel does like you know i'm saying like you my peoples um and so, like, when you do move or whatever the case may be, for me personally, it was like, yo, God, are you going to send anybody to fill in the gap? Because, you know, I've cultivated these relationships and I know these relationships are going to shift. And so I think there's a fear factor. I mean, the truth of the matter is, is that um, we were designed for relationship. Mm-hmm. And so um, subconsciously, I think we can start to fear the lack or loss of relationships because we know that's something vital for us to um to have. And so to Troy's point, you know, what's more important in my future or, you know, the, are these, these relationships, um, that's a very difficult process to navigate because you're literally asking yourself, you know, are my accomplishments and accolades going to outweigh relationships, um, depending on, you know, how much I value them. Now question for the group, and this may be a tough one. And if y'all don't want to talk about it, I understand I can edit this part out. We're talking about friends, and it's kind of, and it, that's a tough con, kind of um, conversation. Talking about like the 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 separation and the growth away from friends, and it's it's tough for even us to talk about that. But have you also had this same encounter with family? Oh yeah. And how have nah, you navigated that? Feed them with a long spoon, baby. That's what you got to do. <laughs> Feed them with a long spoon. I haven't had it because I feel like the spoon's always been long. You know, like I said, I never got to grow up around anybody, so I don't have some of the same experiences that I have, mm-hmm. you know, as some of my other relatives, to probably to what you're talking about right now. And honestly, it always used to, to blow me when I used to hear people talking about struggles with their relatives or, like, people bickering with each mm-hmm. other or how brothers mm-hmm. and siblings and stuff can't get along because I'm sitting here like, how is that possible? I don't even see my family enough to, mm-hmm. you know, want to do that. So the last thing I'm thinking about is creating some kind of hindrance that's going to make it even worse, you know, for us to be, yeah. you know, in communion with and stuff like that. Like, um, I'm the oldest of six kids. I got one, what most people would call full-blooded sibling, and that's my sister. And then I have four half-brothers. And I grew up with two brothers, and my other two brothers lived in different states. So I can't even fathom beefing or having a problem with them knowing the type of lifestyle that we grew up in you know what i'm saying i'm like i ain't trying to put no other barriers in between the relationship mm-hmm. that we had so i take advantage of all of them so i haven't had that experience that you probably talking about yeah i think a lot of people have the exact opposite of that because like when i was growing up i would always wonder why like older cousins don't like this cousin or that cousin that kind of mm-hmm. thing but as i got older it made sense because the family members that I was around, you're like, yo, how are you moving like that? And we grew up like 
in a totally different way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that that's just I see that as the um, caveat to that because a lot of times you just see how people don't meet their potential or don't meet certain expectations, et cetera, and it just shifts how you view the relationship. Bro, it's some family members of mine. They be like, hey, man, let's go to this spot. Um, jump in my car. No, I will meet you there. <laughs> right, 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 right. I will follow right. behind you in my own vehicle of choice, but I will mm. not be riding in that car because there's no guarantee that I'm going to make it home. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, um, I'm i trying to figure out how to phrase this. I definitely, like Lay said, growing up, I, uh, I well, I'm just going to say it. All right, growing up, like, I've definitely feel like my family, I don't know if anybody ever else felt like this, but, like, you know, your family is like your own little unit, and you got cousins with each mm-hmm. aunt and uncle, and it's like everybody is their own, has their own different distinct personality, mm-hmm. um, their own different clan, you know, like how they, how they move and operate. I definitely felt like my family was always the one that was kind of ostracized because, um, quote, unquote, you know, I didn't grow up around my mom's family. She's the only child, but I did grow up around my uh, my dad's people. And um, I kind of felt like to a large degree, my dad was the white sheep out of family. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just was regular, dog. I mean, that's the only way I can explain it. And not to speak uh, down on my family, but I didn't really understand, like, what the, the hidden beef was with me and my brother when we were younger. But now that I've gotten older and I can kind of pick up some things, it's almost as if... Um, we think that you think that you're better. When the reality is, mm-hmm. is that I'm just over here chilling. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I had opportunities that were presented to me based off my privilege. Um, and I chose to capitalize on those on those opportunities. But um, I've definitely have had to, especially like in the last six months, I've had to cut family members off. And so it's a very uh, hurtful process, especially if you have a large family um, and with older family members because people are dying. You would expect to think that, you know, people will come together. Um, but, you know, death brings out the worst in a family. You know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. I've had to uh, make some uh, some difficult decisions to cut some folks off. And uh, y'all know me. I'm petty. I hold grudges. Um, I plan to never <laughs> speak to them uh, as long as there's breath in my body. Hey, man, let Jesus speak to your heart, bro. Let him speak hey, to bro, your heart. Troy, hey, Troy, unless Jesus comes at the end of my bed, in a white velvet robe, dreadlocks. Don't and call him, socks. bro. Don't call him. Hey, you scare yourself never, to death. I'm telling you, you'll be <laughs> gonna scare yourself <laughs> half to death. At least he got you on the killer. Hey, bro, I'm never talking to him again, bro. As long as I'm black, breathing, and living on God's green earth, bro. Yeah, scare yourself half to death. Man. Them situations that I'm you that you're talking about, uh, for that I can identify with, uh, Drew. Uh, our money situations with family and with friends, to be quite Bingo. honest with you. Um, there have been money situations that it got to one point. Um, it was a very pivotal point in our, and um, a, a good learning lesson for me. You know, um, a family member reached out to me, said, hey, man, I need 700. And I was like, 700. And I this is like a close relative to me. And my wife and I, I was like, I don't want to do it. And my and my wife broke it down. She was like, Why don't you want to do it? I was like, Cause I don't think they're gonna pay me back. And she was like, Honestly, if they need it, they need it. One, two, always give with the mindset of you ain't gonna get it back anyway. And I was about to say oh, the bingo. same thing. I'm about I was to about say, to say yeah. the same thing, and the, Troy. And the moment you waste so much time in it. Yeah, and the moment she she taught me that, I was like, bro, I'm I'm free. Now, with that being said. 
when fr- family is a little bit different, but when friends reach out to me, like recently, it was, it was about maybe about three or four months ago, homeboy on Facebook that I rarely talk to reached out to me and was like, hey man, let me, uh, I need to hold some money from you. So you know what I did? I messaged his brother. I was like, bro, do you know your brother is out here asking cats for money? Here's the reason why I asked. Good Lord, have listen, mercy. Listen, 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 listen. That man might have been, that no, man might have been on no, credit. Hey, 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 look, bro. If Mel, if Mel is, is do a Do you pawn, know your brother is bro, out here hey, asking for money? <laughs> if Mel is a pawn, bro, there's something deeply wrong, bro. Look at Mel's face, bro. He no, said, Lord, listen. have mercy. Bro. Do you know? Do you know? No, hey, bro. Listen. listen. It takes a lot to make me a Paul Troy. That was wild right there. Bro. Listen to me. Good Lord. Hear me. Hear me as Go I ahead, speak. Troy. The Go reason ahead, why Troy. I reached out to his brothers because he, he was so adamant about me giving him money. Like, it seemed very, like, attic-y. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I was like, "Hey, bro, is your brother all right?" He and I was, I was more so. <laughs> that didn't get no better, but go ahead. I, I, that didn't get no better, but go ahead. Did you know that so your you brother said, is your brother on crack? crack? No. Is your brother on crack? Listen to me. Listen to me, please. Listen to me. Can I talk? Okay, Troy. Yeah, I ain't gonna interrupt you no more. I ain't gonna interrupt you no more, Troy. Go ahead. I am genuinely <laughs> y'all suck, and this, you know what? This is the indication yeah. that my friend group needs to change. Troy, this is the indication that my friend group needs to change immediately. Yeah. Oh my god! Let me let y'all know this okay, right now. Troy. Yo. This will Troy, be I ain't gonna interrupt appearance. you no more, bro. This will be I ain't gonna interrupt you no more. Finish, finish your story, finish Troy. Your story, this will be my last appearance on the Manly I'm gonna let you get it out. My computer going dead, man. Finish your story. My computer going dead. Finish your story. I'm gonna let you get it out. I will just be editing. I will not be making any more appearances appearances on this podcast. Go ahead, Troy. Lace battery going dead. You remember what happened last time? I was genuinely concerned. I was genuinely concerned about homie. Because and I wanted to make sure that I, I just wanted to I just wanted to check in on somebody. You know what I'm saying? Because, bro, he was blowing up my. It, it went from texting. You know, I'm not sure if y'all know this, but Messenger allows you to call people, and so yes, it know. it went from we was texting back and forth to he was like starting to call me, and he was leaving messages like, "Hey man, when you when you whenever you get a chance, uh, send that money over to me because I really need it right now." And so my my so here's my rule. Before you come to me, my first question is, have you reached out to your relatives first? Because mm. they should be the mm. ones to contribute to you first and, or uh, you know, and if you re- and if you and if and if that didn't work out, my question is why did you come to me? I don't have a problem giving. So, but I but for me sometimes I just need to know the background and the backstory behind it. <laughs> 
Troy if you need all that, then you got a problem with giving, Troy. If you need all that to give, then you got a problem got with application giving. Process. Hey, yo, like, I'm going to let yo, y'all know right have now. Have you talked to your people hey, yet? Hey, I'm going to let y'all know right now. I needed that laugh more than y'all know real quick because Lace's computer is not. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. Let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. No, 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 no. Drew, let Troy defend himself because I said that he have a problem with giving and he want to rectify the situation. If you... If you are asked by someone that you don't normally talk to at all and they come out and they ask you for money and you know and you know that they got a like they come from a good family background, you should always ask the question, have you used your current resources first? <laughs> your current resource I don't even have to ask that though, because I'm the answer is no. I don't have to ask none of that. All right, man. I'm I'm I guess I'm hey, too wholesome. Troy. I guess Troy, I'm too I'm gonna tell you is, my pimp, if my you were really wholesome, Troy, you would have gave him the money and not told his brother he was doing crack on the weekend. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you was, if you was really wholesome. I mean, yo, my boy, my boy, <laughs> hit him with the. Did you know that your brother? Forget it. Hey, listen, Troy, <laughs> Troy, be not forgetful to entertain strangers. Yo, that's funny, bro. I be entertaining. He started calling me. But yo, but Troy, but Troy, to your point, though, to your point, I'm coming in defense for you, bro. To your point, I, we got a phone call. <laughs> he said, hey, he started hey, hold calling on, hold on. me. Hold on. <laughs> From hey, Facebook. let's do this real quick. Let's do this real From quick. Facebook. Can we? Facebook. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, I'm tapped out, yo. <laughs> Can we do this? Listen. Hey, Can yo, we... man, hold I'm going to close it out. I'm going to close it out because Lacey's John is about to die. To Troy's point, it wasn't too long ago that my family received a call about, a, about oh another my, family oh member. Oh, God. Yo, I'm crying for real. <laughs> yo. Yo, let me close this joint out, bro. Yo, it wasn't too long ago that um, my folks got a phone call about a, a, a distant family member. Um, and a family friend called us and they said, yo, do you know this individual is asking folks for places to stay? And I told my I told my mom, I was like, yo, um, this is always a disheartening situation, especially based off my career field. Because, again, just like I said, when you see the decisions that people make, you can tell who their support system or what their support system looks like or their guidance. You can also tell when people who people ask for help. You can also see if there's a lack of a support system. And so um, I much was like Troy, you know, like when I was doing homeless services, you know, cats are in Martinsville, they say they're homeless. And I'm like, do you have family in the area? And they're like, yeah, my mom and daddy live up the street. And I'm like, mm-hmm. so, so why are you homeless? And there's always a backstory about a burn bridge, words that shouldn't have been said, you know, actions that had taken place that probably, you know, uh, shouldn't have taken place. But uh, if I have a very set parameters like in regards to giving, like I very rarely carry cash. So if a cat runs up to me and it's just on that chance that I have cash, and they like, yo, can you help me out? I'm like, I normally never have cash. So this is an opportunity for me to to make a move. Or I say, you know, they say I'm hungry. And I'm like, I'll go buy you a plate of food. 
And if they like, nah, I, you know, I wanted the money, you ain't hungry. You know what I'm saying? So I just will encourage you to kind of set up a different system, Troy, in, in relation to giving, brother. Troy know? said, no, he ain't uh, And the reason why. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And the reason why I'm not going to do that, and I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> hey, yo. My nigga Troy in that mailbag, Troy, I, mean, I feel you, man. Right. Come on, Troy. Um. At least not initially, because I, I I'm the type of person I want to get to the. We were in we were in a text chat the other day, and we were talking about a um a conversation that happened, and I said, "Hey, bro, there's a much rooted there's a uh, there's a deeper rooted uh situation that's going on that needs to be addressed before you can even move on." And so I'm one of those type of individuals. Yes, I will help you meet your needs, but what is the deep rooted issue that is going on right now? That even your family member don't your family members don't even know that you are in in dire need. You know what I mean. And but so, is that your, but is that your assignment to address in that moment? It could be. I'm 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 not a surface type of though. You know what I'm saying. And I. But my but my question is is that are you gonna break bread and multiply loaves of, of fish and bread for somebody? Or are you gonna ask them why they ain't got no no fish and no bread? I think I have the right to ask that question. <laughs> Why don't why I think don't Troy I have does right? have I think Troy does have the right saying, to ask why they need the money saying, because they ask. I'm not that. saying about the right to ask. What I'm saying is, is that don't you feel like to serve someone at the point of their need, then have the conversation would probably be an easier process than putting somebody through a litany of barriers in order to get what it is that they need. I'm not saying the conversation cannot be had. It shouldn't be had. I'm just talking about the sequence of events. Well, here's the thing. We don't know why that gentleman specifically asked for uh, the resources that he asked. We don't know if it was for a place to lay his head. We don't know if it was for food or whatever the case may be. And the fact of the matter is, is that Peter literally said, I don't have it. But what I do have, I'll give to you freely. So I think we have to ask a different uh, equation. And you being the biblical scholar, know we got to look in front of the text and behind the text. It's a different equation if I do have immediately the resources that that person needs. And so... Um, yeah, there's a, a transformative conversation that needs to take place if you put in your put yourself in a position where you're not communicating with your family and your family is right up the street. But in my mind, um, as Melvin said early on a podcast, um, to catch it or to skin a fish, you got to catch it. So I want to be able to catch the fish and then be able to administer healing. And I think one of my issues with the contemporary church is we talk healing and we talk spiritual deliverance, but we're not meeting people at the point of their need physically. Like they have a body on earth that the Lord has given them and we have to meet them there and then we can start to properly do ministry. So I see what both of y'all are saying. I'm not saying that Troy shouldn't ask why they need the money. I was just saying that his application process was a little strenuous. Um, yeah, that's was. all. That's all I was saying. Uh, Five to seven day turnaround. We'll see <laughs> Ultimately, we've decided to uh, decline right. your application. A letter <laughs> no. will be coming in the mail to explain our decision as to why. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you, Troy. If if someone that I regular did, that I did not regularly talk to asked me for money. I probably wouldn't even have went as far as you did to even inquire about why they oh, needed no, the yeah, money. I probably yeah. would have just not responded or acknowledged their request, you know, at all. Um, but I don't think I've ever, anyone close to me, I don't ever think I've asked why they needed the money because most of the people I know wouldn't even ask me if they didn't really need it. So I um, <clears throat> usually don't even bother asking, but I, I feel what you're saying. Ladies, is your computer really about to die? <laughs> 
It is though. It is oh, okay. real tough. Then I, I Lace, how you not have a charger for your for your <clears throat> computer, bro? <clears throat> That's what happens. I do have a charger. I'm personally in my man cave and my charger's upstairs. Nah, I, I see what you did there it. in the man cave. Hey, yeah. Lace probably got three minutes left on his joint, so I'm going to just say, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just put this out there, similar to what we talked about last night, man. I'm going to just end it on this, man, and, and say that um, for the fellas out there, man, don't forsake the fellowship of other brothers. Um, and I say that mm-hmm. because it's extremely important you know, for men to get together, to have that safe space um, to, <clears throat> I'll say recalibrate. I'm not going to say rejuvenate. I'll say recalibrate. Uh, we get a lot of energy from each other by being around one another and just sharing our experiences, uh, being able to just vent sometimes, be in a group and get away from the stuff that we have going on. And I think that that's, you know, very important for, for us and our survival uh, and our longevity in life. I know a lot of guys tend to forsake, you know, fellowship with the brothers because they, <clears throat> you know, want to be with their girl or they, you know, got family stuff going on. And I'll tell you right now that your relationships with your with your friends are just as important as those other things um, because the relationship with your friends actually helps you, you know, stay on track with those other, you know, life demands. So I'll say, you know, if you do have opportunity, get into that. If you're a wife, a girlfriend, a fiance that's listening, which I know that y'all do every week, <clears throat> let that man have his time. When he say he going to hang out with the guys, let that man go hang out with the guys. <laughs> if he, if he, if he, look, trust me, it, it will help your relationship. It'll help you a lot more to let that man go out into the world and then come home. Let that man have his time. Give him, the, give him that hour or two or whatever it is to hang out with the guys, loosen up, whatever it may be. Uh, don't in, try to intrude or interrupt or ask him when he's going to be back and all the other type of stuff. We need that. It's very important for us to have that space and have that time. We dedicate so much of ourselves to what y'all want to do, our life's goals, responsibilities. Let us get ourselves together for that hour or two hours or whatever it is with the guys so we can come back home ready to take care of the stuff that y'all need us to take care of. That's all I'm going to say on that. This has been the Manly D's Podcast. And until next time, we out.